Thank you for tuning in to the Life of KG podcast. We are all about helping you guys in the beauty industry. Whether you're starting out in this industry or been in the business for years, we want to motivate you, educate you, and support you to grow. Enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to A Life of KG. Today we have back on the show Amy Lewis from Mui's. Now before when Amy come on the show we talked about her story and her empire that she's building and today I wanted her to come back on the show to talk about waxing. Now Amy's a specialist in waxing, she has her own product range, she has her own training academy and her training is actually insane. We're going to talk about that more later on in the show. But you might already be a waxer or actually in your salons, you might not offer waxing yet. And I think after this show, it might sway you to actually offer waxing in the salon. And if you do offer waxing in the salon, then how we can do that even better and actually show you how profitable waxing is. So without further ado, here she is. So Amy, welcome back to A Life of KG, your second time on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're so welcome. So for those that might not have listened to your previous episode, can you do an intro on who you are and what you do? Yeah. So I'm Amy Lewis and I own a brand called Mui's. So we've got two salons of our own in Farnham and Horsham and we specialise in just nails and waxing. So we're absolute pros with all things waxing, but we specialise in intimate waxing with hot wax Um, and then all things gel nails and dry pedicures as well. And after opening my second salon, I wanted to see if it was like re- re- like repeatable or, or what's the word? Replicable. That's the word, isn't it? So I wanted to see if it was replicable so I could see if I could franchise it, which it was. And so then I opened two franchises in the last couple of years and I've got another one opening after lockdown, which is exciting. Um, and then in the same time, I've been creating Mui's Masters, which is a training programme for qualified and unqualified therapists and our own product line as well. So something that is really um, great quality, but something that all therapists can access. And that's me. I love it. And you, you've done <laughs> so much over a short period of time of having Mui's. Like, it's amazing. Like, congratulations. It's insane. Thank you. Because I opened it in 2013 and I was sort of in my early 30s. So it's a lot to achieve, but I always knew that that's what the goal was. But I needed to work in a million other jobs in the beauty industry to to figure it out, learn with other people's money and then, you know, set up my own. Yeah, it's so good. So today I wanted to focus on waxing which is very different for our podcast obviously we do all things beauty but because I'm all lashes we kind of get that kind of feel on the podcast or business and that type of thing and I think as a salon owner myself I kind of forget about waxing I pull it on the back burn it's kind of something that you don't really see us advertising but it's something we have offered for 12 years so I think after Mm. today I think I'll completely change my mind after speaking to you but why did you choose to specialise in waxing? Why waxing? Uh, well, one, because it's got the best margins other than massage. It's one of the best uh, margins you can get in beauty if you buy the right product and you don't overuse it. Um, also, it's my favourite treatment to do. I learned how to wax properly. I say properly 
uh, because in the UK, our training, our basic training for waxing is really basic. Um, and I went to Australia and I was traveling around the world and I, I worked in Sydney for six months and I met, she's probably one of the best therapists I've ever worked with. And she just looked at me and went, mm, you ain't touching any of our clients with that strip wax. It's not happening. And I was like, what do you mean? I know how to strip wax. I can do a bikini line with strip wax. And what do you talk about? And um, I mean, this was a long time ago. So I was 20, I think. So I oh got 20 years ago. And um, <laughs> and so, yeah, she um, she taught me how to use hot wax because when I was trained, it was still filtered. Like it was still strange and reused. I mean, how gifting is that? It's disgusting. But um, yeah, so she taught me how to wax and I was like, this is amazing. And I all from then, from learning how to do it properly, yeah. I became really passionate about it. So then I kind of went and carried on my career in the industry and sh cruise ships and all of that. And then eventually I was working in quite a high job and it was just a bit corporate and a really stressful role. And me and my husband were just sat on the train. He was my boyfriend at the time and we were going to Bath. And he, he said, well, just humor me. Like if you could do waxing, how many waxes would you need to do a day to make the money you're on? And it worked out like four or something a mm. day. And I was like, this is it, I've got to do it. So that's, you know, combined with my absolute love for waxing, the skills that I'd learn, but then also the margins, I just knew that it would be the way forward. And nails, I love nails. And it tends to be the same therapist, like lashes, nails, waxing. It's like your creative therapists. Mm -hmm. It's not your holistic therapist. It tends to be the people that love doing makeup, the people that like long lasting results. But also I feel in like the way that the beauty industry is going, clients want that value where they have something that has a visible value for a period of time. So massage is lovely, but it's not a visible value, is it? You don't see it for a long period of time. Skincare is, lashes definitely is, and nails and wax. And I think that's where people are going to start investing a lot of their money, like clients-wise. So yeah, that's it. Best margins, best treatments. That's it. Talk, let's talk about margins then. I'm going to move on to your yeah. product in a little while, but mm. I, I've always seen it as profitable treatment, but I guess not as profitable as what it, what it actually is. So tell me about margins and the profitability that's in waxing well do you know funny, I was doing this the other day actually because I want to be really open as um, a supplier I think it's really important because up until now it's kind of hidden isn't it like you know, people don't necessarily work out their margins and they just trust that the supplier has the right markup for like retail prices or whatever and I set up my business master training last year and I've got a whole section there about how to care calculate your cost of sales and your gross margins and how to do all of that um and as I was doing it I had a product I won't say which one but I had a product in my salon that was costing me 10% to sell it wow because of how poor the margin was and I didn't even know until I'd done that exercise so I've been buying this product thinking it was great and it was a, a retail product for after a treatment and it was costing me after giving my 10% commission and I was like this is insane I need to make sure that the margins I offer are correct. So for waxing, anything under 20% is good. And in beauty, anything under 20% cost of sale is good. Um, and as comes at about 16%, an average of 16%. Obviously, it depends on what you charge as well. That's a massive deal breaker because if you're charging 20 pounds for an intimate wax, 
we charge 39 but we give a free eyebrow wax um as just like a added value it takes no time at all it's just a nice thing they get an eyebrow lift or chin wax but um if you're using a really good quality product and you're going to become a master of your trade then you should charge a premium price and charge what you're worth if someone's charging 20 pound for a hot wax i would question what wax they're using and how they can make any money from that it yeah. works for people that are working for themselves but if you have a salon standalone salon you've got bills to pay rent to pay 20 pound ain't going to cut it i won't make any money from that yeah yeah that's crazy isn't it? i guess a lot of people don't even mm. think about that and i guess a lot of people as well they just buy the wax see that wax is i don't know 16 pounds or whatever that might be for a packet of say hot yeah. wax stick it in their wax pot actually don't realize how many times the therapists are topping that up and yeah just going through wax which is yeah and a lot of people don't even calculate how much um how many waxes they would get out of a bag so we've calculated we get three and a half waxes intimate waxes and that is average so if you've got like a really tiny lady with hardly any hair or a medium-sized lady that's a hairy beast or a massive lady with medium about the hair, yeah? We've kind of calculated an average is three to three and a half waxes out of one of our kilo bags if it's used correctly at the right temperature because that's a massive difference as well. If you're scared of the hot wax because you haven't necessarily had the right amount of training, then you'll be scared of a temperature. So therefore you'll have it thicker and you'll use twice as much. And if you don't have the right pre-wax oil, which is really good quality, you'll use twice as much product, but also your wax won't be as effective. So it's all the little things that add up that could stop you from making any profit or you could make a significant profit. I mean, to be able to make 85% margin on a treatment is awesome, I think. Yeah. Because, it, and also like stock holding, same with lashes you don't have a huge stock holding level I wouldn't imagine no. so if you think of like facial ranges and you have to have 150 products and they all do the same thing like or just different skin types or you've got a professional and a, and a retail range that is all necessary but that all eats into your margin if you've got five grand worth of stock there doing nothing it's like having an open bottle of champagne in the you know you spent 100 pound on a bottle of champagne leave it in the fridge forget about it and have to tip it away it's that same sort of thing yeah. So if you do treatments like lashes where it's a low stock margin, like stock holding level and a really high profit, that's where you'll make your big bucks. Yeah, definitely. Because waxing doesn't take long, does it? Like, it, you're so no. waxing. And the more you do it, the quicker you become, the more efficient you become. And also, I've been in recruitment. I've been done so many different jobs in the beauty industry. And recruitment, like recruitment and business training, is probably my favourite. And like anything to do with structures and systems and processes. Um, and I've always found with therapists, if you have salons that have therapists that do a hundred different treatments, mm -hmm. no one's going to be brilliant at a hundred different treatments. No matter how good your therapists are, if you're a salon owner. There is not one going to be one therapist that is amazing at everything or is passionate about everything. When because I just do nails and waxing, I literally attract the creative types. So I have like a really great team, all a bit like minded, all really creative. And they just become absolute pros, which means if someone leaves, I've got other therapists that can do the job and are equally as, equally as good or equally as trained. I don't have to spend a thousand pounds on more training. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a very good So, 
it's it's a really important thing in the beauty industry because it, it eats away so if you think of every time you recruit a new person you have to recruit them and then spend a couple of grand on training and you know like if you've got five different facial ranges for instance then you've got five grand's worth of stock for each one all of that you may spend you may charge 80 pounds for a facial but all of those things add up with waxing we just train them ourselves because we've created our own course to do it and then we use our own wax now as well so yeah it's really easy recruitment's a really cheap and easy process for us although no one leaves to be fair <laughs> so yeah. it's great but I don't have that problem because I can't they can't they don't leave so that's so good though isn't it I mean you do it right <laughs> if staff aren't leaving it's really nice yeah. to know when salon owners have their staff for so many years like honestly yeah and I think like they're uh, most of them are into their five six years and I've got like a commission and bonus structure that goes on for five years and after that I'm like what do you give someone that's been there five years and what do you do and they've had like, they were like a third kid they, they just come back and they're, they're just they leave they stay forever they've had the same moon name since they started and they've been there and I love it I absolutely love it because it's like a really tight-knit team and the clients love it that they come back and then they go and then they come back again it's really cute that's so good mm -hmm. educate us on products as you're like product queen when it comes to waxing a lot of salons I reckon I might be wrong but I think a lot of salons would just pop to the wholesalers grab their wax they might maybe get more specialist wax if they're doing intimate waxing and hot waxing but obviously you have your own range that's launched I know you've given out tons of sample kits we've got one and we can't wait to try it after a lot <laughs> finally um mm. educate me what do you look for when it comes to ingredients in wax because I know that's thing, something that they definitely look over and yeah what why did you bring out your own range what is different to yours than any other wax on the market well, I mean, there's a few questions there, Katie. I'll work through them. <laughs> um, the reason I brought out my own wax range, if I'm totally honest, because we do waxing, I wanted to create my own range because we were using two different waxes from one supplier, but we didn't, we never found, I never found the perfect one. I used Lycon in Australia and it was great, but I hate the whole smashing it up and also really expensive. And so I, when I first set up Mui's, I wanted to, I was looking at Lycon, they were like 1500 pounds just to buy their range in and I was like this is insane so then I um and I also I'm really experienced I don't need Lycon to tell me charge me 1500 pounds to tell me how to use their wax that's what really really miffed me yeah so I found some other ranges and I've used loads we've gone through nearly every single range the only one I didn't use is like the basic wholesale supplier ones I won't say which ones they are but they're the basic ones I wouldn't use them and I don't like film waxes. So, you know, the ones that come in slabs, like blocks. Yeah, yeah. And they you break the blocks. I've never liked that because I they don't get the fluffy hairs. They're quite thick wax. They're a low melting temperature, but I just, I've never liked them. So I kind of tried everything. And in the end, we had two waxes that we were mixing together to get the one we wanted. And I just, um, and I'd done that with two different suppliers. And I was like, this is insane. This is stupid. Mm -hmm. I'm going to create the one that I really want. I'm going to create what we want to use and also I a year on wax mm. I thought well if I'm gonna spend that sort of money I, one I want to spend it on the products that I want to use and secondly I want to reduce my my margins <laughs> like my increase my margins reduce my cost of sale by having my own and then because of that 
I then was like, I started looking into ingredients and the pre and post wax care. And again, I didn't, I was that therapist. I was that salon owner that didn't really spend much time and money on the pre and post care. But then when I started looking into it, we were always using this pre-wax oil because you should before a hot wax. Um, and I always loved it and it was a spray and I thought it was amazing. Well, I'm not kidding you, Katie. When I started looking into it, it was a synthetic oil. Cause I was like, why can't I get any of these oils to spray? Why is this not working? And then I looked at the ingredients, researched it and it was synthetic. It was a man-made like byproduct of diesel. Wow. I was so upset. So I was like, that's it, adamant. I'm not going to use any crap. I want to give my clients natural products, really good quality products. And that's where it came about. But then also, I'm not a fan of a million different products because at the end of the day, just because they smell different, do we need it? Mm. Like, again, as a businesswoman, do I need five different waxes because they smell of strawberry or chocolate? Mm. No. One wax that does a good job and keeps my stock levels low. I and then that. why do we have so many well we don't but why do people have so many waxes yeah. and different colors and because they think that they need that to keep their clients maybe or they want to offer it I understand if they've got different properties and they do things but we didn't need that mm. I don't I and also I'm I'm all about making money I'm not going to lie like I'm all about my salons being profitable they're not going to be profitable if I've got 10 different types of waxing or mm. waxes available that do the same thing same as pre and postnatal care. I don't need five after wax lotions to tell my client that you can have one makes smell of strawberry or another one that makes them smell of tea tree. Like, I don't care. They don't care. No. They just want a good wax with a good result. So I was like, well, I'm going to keep it really tight, really um, streamlined, but also make them multifunctional so that they are fully reta retailable as well as professional use. And I really am passionate about doing my bit for the environment. So I wanted everything that was refillable, reusable, recycled. Um, now, when it comes to ingredients, the only thing I can't get vegan friendly is my hot wax. Oh, really? I try, yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. But I've, my supplier, he knows how fussy I am. So he sent me a couple of samples of vegan wax, but I just don't like it because it's not got the beeswax in it and the beeswax is what stops it from being vegan friendly but the beeswax is, is what gives it the consistency that we love mm -hmm. so I'm working with a supplier to try and make something however I've done a poll within my clients and my team and don't care so do I spend all my time and energy on 10% or do I spend all my time and energy on the 90 yeah so it will change and it's definitely something I want to bring in but all of the other products are vegan friendly cruelty free all of them are it's like um, done that research with your clients as well to find out actually it's only 10% off clients that yeah might and my strip wax is vegan friendly so I mean I would never do strip wax on the face that is our rule we never do strip wax on the face or on intimate area and I'm not, I personally believe, I don't know if that will happen, but I think insurers will stop insuring people that wax, using strip wax on the face in the future. Do you I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. Because that's their biggest complaint. That's the, is eyebrow and lip skin removal from strip wax. Mm. So your so, hot wax, is that okay for intimate and facial? Or do you have everything? So it is, yeah, yeah. well, you don't have to have separate waxes. 
no 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 it's it's like a um it's not a creamy hot wax because creamy hot waxes are, are great but i don't think they pick up the little fluffy hairs mm -hmm. it's gel hot wax so it has a really lovely consistency um it does it has a low melting temperature but it does take a while to set but again i could either have something that set really quickly and didn't give the same results or have something that took a little bit longer and gave better results so we, we went with that um but the pre and postnatal care i've made my own signature blend of essential oils so it's all things that have incredible properties so again it's, there's no synthetic the oil is completely nat natural and nut free which i love i'm so proud of that product because it's but um the essential oils are lavender, palma rosa, neroli, rose and geranium and spearmint. Wow. So all of them have, I mean, it's beautiful, but all of them have uh, properties that are antiseptic, healing, antibacterial, soothing, calming, all of the beautiful properties you need. And that's a signature blend across all of it. And then the cleanser is an aloe vera um, and rose water. That's it. No. So natural, just a cleanser. So yeah. you can use it as a toner, you can use it as an eye makeup remover, you can use it as whatever you want. Oil is a nice body treatment oil and the aloe vera lotion, because it's aloe vera based with our oils, we use it as an after wax lotion, you can use it as a lotion, you could use it as an after sun lotion, you can, we use it in uh, manicures and pedicures too. So like you then cutting down on all of that stock level. Definitely. You said about uh, professional and retail, do you have separate mm. ranges or is it all one? No, I have in the Moosu's, which is the aloe vera lotion, we have it in a 200ml bottle and a one litre bottle. So professional use, you can get the one litres. And then all three products come as a 200ml standard and then five litres. So I'm in the process because my husband's quite handy and he does a lot of the work for me. Um, he, we are designing a refill station and I want... I'm going to launch it when we open the salons, if he can pull his finger out, hopefully. <laughs> but he is doing... Um, I want something where clients can just come in, refill their own products, therapists can fill up their products, and it's all just from the five litres. It saves all of the excess packaging. Really simple. There's no excess labels, all of that. There's no printing production. It's really simple. But then also the clients get it a little bit cheaper and the margins are better because you're buying it in bulk with all of the fun without all the fancy packaging. So that's kind of my the next goal. So we'll see. Watch this space. Oh, exciting, exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so much going on all the time. I bet your brain is like ticking over all of the time. Like, what next? Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know what though Katie same as you I love it I love this industry so much and I love that once you create a really strong brand you can do whatever you want whatever you want wherever you want it to you're capable of doing that um doesn't it and how what your integrity is and what your core values are and all of that jazz I mean we could talk forever about everything I'm sure I know, definitely. You mentioned when someone has intimate waxing, you offer either eyebrow wax, chin or lip, right? Yeah. Is there anything else that you guys do in your service that makes it more of a nicer treatment than people dreading to come in for that wax? Is there any tips that you can give salon owners that maybe they could recreate in their salon? Um, do you know what? This is a tough one because we always have the added service. We always have the courses, which clients love because they come in all the time and they book them. We have the treat card points, but 
as far as the enjoyable service, it is all down to the therapist. Mm. Because once they're in that room, you don't know what's going on. And it is all down to the banter and the relationship that that therapist has. But our salons, we, we have no twinkle music. I worked in spas for years. I was adamant <laughs> I never want to hear Enya or whale music or anything twinkly ever again. So we have really fun, energetic. I mean, it's a really eclectic mix of music and we spend a lot of time and effort creating our playlist, but we have all of that throughout the whole salons. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just more of a fun, friendly vibe. So it's not really that kind of, it's always very professional, but it's not that kind of, you know, um, formality that you would normally have. So I tend to recruit the therapists that fit into that environment. So because they are certain personalities, they're normally very bubbly, very chatty. Clients really look forward to coming in to spend the time with them rather than what they worry about having the treatment. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm. That, that's, that is so good. And it is about recruiting staff, therapists that do fit in with your brand. Otherwise, it can yeah. change the whole dynamics of the salon and the other team members. Yeah. It will change everything. But also you have to true to what you started in the first place. You know, those people that want those salons with the twinkly music and they want it all very clean and clinical, that is great. Mm -hmm. My therapist would not suit that environment. Mm -hmm. The therapists that I work with are quite vivacious and fun and chatty and bubbly. And it's because it's a sociable space. It, and people love coming in. They look forward to it. It's like they're coming in and hanging out in someone's living room and having a glass of Prosecco at the same time. It's all that environment. So we get a lot of mums like from their kids. It's a really different, unique experience in, in the beauty world because I wanted somewhere that I wanted to go. That's what I created. Yeah. Um, and I want a therapist as a chat with me, not just ask me how, if I'm going on holiday, but actually knows my kids' names and what I'm up to. And if I'm, you know, like the stories you hear when you're doing waxing, you've got your clients with their legs akimbo, you know everything about them. So you need your therapist to one, be really um, okay with that. Uh, it just takes a certain type of therapist and it's not right for everybody but I think it's really important as a business owner to identify the people that is suitable for and put your energy and time into making them masters of that trade so they are then more um, empowered I suppose they're more confident in what they're doing they're not forced to do treatments that doesn't they don't don't suit them and they don't enjoy so much just create like pockets of incredible therapists that are masters of certain things that's what I would suggest. Definitely. And going on to Masters, you've got mm. your training academy, which I absolutely love. <laughs> it's involved in your training, and I don't think there's anything else like it on the market. Like, mm. tell me about your courses and how they're structured. So we've got three waxing courses. Uh, the Essential Master is for people that haven't got any wax experience and want to get into it, which you should if you don't do waxing already, because there's a lot of money in it if mm. you do it well um then that's a three-day course and then I've got the hot wax conversion so because we don't really cover hot wax in the UK in training it's kind of like bypass we do it because we have to pass but we don't really go into that much detail on the face and bikini areas you will never go back to strip waxing again once you find the right product you know how to use it properly mm. um and then intimate master is two days and the intimate one's probably the most unique one because we do pre and postnatal care and sexual health. And all, all of the courses, they have to do the um, domestic violence training online with behind the mask as well. So it's more about when we've done these, when I put these together, it was about what the clients need. 
-hmm. and how does a therapist stand out from her competition or their competition and I know uh, from doing waxing so long one of the most common questions is does it look normal especially for mums new mums and I'd done this uh, when I became a mum but also as a therapist before I had children I was always very conscious of this Mm. so you know those mums they go and they get signed off after they've had a baby by the doctors and then they come in for a treatment you're normally the first one to see it so I personally believe that if that's the case then we should give our clients a better service we should be fully comfortable to say yes or no if there's something wrong um if like a health problem I just we go over contraindications but we go into them in a lot more detail and a lot more health side of things like we learn about contraindications but do we learn really why we can't do it and what what that medical is and then we cover like wax application and removal is easy we can I can train you that in half a day but the other stuff is how to be incredible Mm -hmm. how to give an incredible service um and do more than what anybody else is doing in your area and really take care of those mums because once you take care of them they are the most loyal clients ever they will not go anywhere else um and we see them until the day I mean we had one lady that went into labor within like half an hour while she's in the wax room she's like I'll be fine it's my fourth kid I know what I'm doing don't worry just keep waxing (laughs) um but also like understanding clients is another one especially for younger therapists they go into the industry, they go into a salon and no one teaches them about particular clients. You know, we've always, like we've got, we call, we've got names for them because everyone's a moo. So like, for instance, intimidator moo, what do you do with that client? If you've got no experience, how do you know how to deal with the intimidating moo? We all know them. We've all had them. Some of us are them. I know that I can be sometimes. So, you know, what, um, what how do we deal with that person why are the way why are they the way they are and what we've had the response we've had is people love that psychology side of things and I'm not a psychologist no people and I've no clients and I just want to pass that on so yeah they're the three waxing courses and then I've got the business master as well which is kind of like my baby of love and it's a four-day course or two times two days, which we cover everything about how to run a business, how to look at your margins, how to market it, how to recruit, how to do HR. So it's really for those people that either have gone into running their own salon and have never had any management experience before. It's a brilliant course for people like that or for people mm. that want to step out of their business and want an assistant manager to step up but haven't got the time to train them. So send them to me for four days. Let me sort them out. And I would be more than confident <laughs> the manager to you and be like, they go, Amy, sort her out for me. Sort her out. <laughs> you know, because also, it's, yeah, it's just like understanding. And you know, a lot of people don't understand our responsibilities as a business owner. So like music license and GDPR and health and safety, all those sorts of things we cover, but also we cover who your client is, who your target audience is. How mm. do you figure that out? How do you attract the right client that you're comfortable with? Like movies attracts a certain clientele and I adore them. They adore us and we adore them because it's a match made in heaven. I'm not pretentious in any way, shape or form. And I will treat everybody the same, no matter how much money they've got. But the beauty of that is that we attract people from all walks of life, all uh, wealth and poverty. We get everybody and not one person gives a shit. Yeah. It's probably one of my most um 
my most proud moments you know when you see those clients I think I said that on my last podcast but I just love that it so much because why should people be treated differently but if you put yourself up yourself a certain type of salon or premium or this or that you attract a certain clientele that's great people mm-hmm. I want everyday people and I also love having yeah awesome so our therapists are awesome and our clients are awesome and it's kind of like a marriage made in heaven and I just want to help other salon owners find their their people their herd their tribe you know because once you attract the right people that you're happy with, you're comfortable with, honestly, business just flourish. It's awesome. Yeah, I totally agree. Do you feel that waxing is a treatment that you need to be retrained in? Or do you think if you can wax, you can wax? Like a bit like nails, lashes, that type of thing. We're always evolving. We're always going on new courses, courses of masters, etc. Is that the same with waxing? Or do you think when you can wax, you can wax? I think it all depends on where you're working or what you want. Mm. If you uh, if you just want to do half leg waxing and you want to work on your own doing half leg waxing, then there's nothing wrong with carrying on as you were what you learned from college. However, if you only learned one way and you've been doing it the same way the whole time, then investment in your own knowledge is always going to lead to more success, right? And whatever you put your time and energy into, you will improve. Mm. So if you if you want to uh, become better at waxing or if you want to have a reputation for waxing because the margin is so great, same as nails. You know, you could do nails like you learned from college, but I mean, most of the people that I've interviewed. So, you know, it doesn't mean that you're great straight away. <laughs> But it also depends on the places you're working and the time and effort they put into people. I would say if whatever you want to do, if you want to become a master of something or you want to become a pro at something, you want to charge premium prices, you have to invest in your own knowledge. Yeah, definitely. It's really important. Even say, for example, my team, like they're fabulous. They're great at waxing. They've done their college standard training and then obviously been with me for years and years. Like yeah. all of mine kind of stay for years as well. It's amazing. And they're really quick, etc. But when I talk to you about your courses, I want to send them all on it. <laughs> they know how to wax. That's not the issue. But I want them to know about all the SDIs and the pregnancy post and yeah. all of that stuff. I want them to yeah. know all of that. And obviously you learn on the job and you kind of find out how to deal with certain clients and stuff. But to have it as intense and as inform- like formative as you do, mm. I just think everyone should know that. Like, I think so too yeah yeah like in college they do not go over SDIs like no and um, also because so many STIs are like invisible um and I mean it's grim but it's brilliant at the same time because if you know what discharge you're looking at you're doing intimate wax and it's going to happen then you know if there's a problem and I had a client this is where a lot of this stemmed from I had a client that had a significant hole and it was like it was in the bottom of her back and she would never have known it was there Mm. um and I told her that it was there as most therapists would but I had real I I knew it was not right Mm. but it was having the confidence now I had a lot of experience so I had the confidence to say that to her that she needs medical attention and she thanked me massively afterwards and it was really serious wow Um, and then after this I was like 
I, I really want to help other therapists have that level of confidence to say there was something wrong and it's our duty. We look at people more than anybody else would look at their private parts. We have conversations with them about more things they would talk to their, their best friends about. We have full platform to look after people and beauty therapists are incredible humans. Everybody gives a damn. Everybody loves doing what they do. Otherwise we wouldn't do it because the money's not always there, is it? As a beauty therapist. So we do it because we love it. So if we love it, then surely we should give that extra level of care. And if everybody does that, then we can all charge a premium price. We can all charge what we're worth. We won't have to worry about undercutting each other. We can all just charge a really good price and people won't choose based on price because we're all ideally charging what we're worth. That's my ideal, idealistic wouldn't, theory. Wouldn't our industry be so amazing if everyone charged exactly the same? I mean, I think we yeah. should have that law. <laughs> <laughs> we should, and we should make sure that a lot of this training is a standard training. You know, we should know about STIs and beauty training. We should know about more contraindications than what we cover. However, at the minute we don't, and I think it's our duty. If, as as business owners and managers, we really should find those therapists that love waxing and invest our time into them. Mm. Um, but like you know, your lashes, right? You're all lashes. You love lashes and nails. They're your passions. Find those people that are doing waxing. If that's not your passion, you're not going to train them in in waxing. You're no. going to train them what you know. Send them off. Get them waxed specialist they'll make more money for you for sure and they'll be happier and they'll stick around longer and they'll know more so your reputation will increase all of those things it's awesome I love it Amy where can people contact you I'm sure everyone's going to be wanting to know more about your courses where they can buy your products where is best to get in touch uh, website movismasters.co.uk uh, all the courses are booked online there's starter packages we can come to salons and who's awesome she is one of the best trainers I've ever met she's been my salon manager for five years now as well and she has trained every single one of our staff I trained her and she's carried on she's awesome so we go to salon or you can come to our training center in Hazelmere and our products are all sold online as well it's all there and if not just dm me it's me that manages social media dm me I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for coming on, Amy. I appreciate how busy you are. So just thank you very, very much. And if anyone's got any questions at all, then feel free to just connect with Amy and I'm sure she'll help. Thanks so much for having me. You're so welcome. If you love this episode, please share and tag us on social media at KG Salon. I always follow them. I always follow them. If you're a salon owner and would like to join our membership program, coffee, cake, and chat, get in touch for a space. Be around a like-minded tribe. Have 400 pounds worth of mentoring a month and push yourself to the next level. I love being a part of such a great community. Until next time, have an amazing, successful week.